When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It is over in Norman, and Kansas State has stunned Oklahoma today. 38-35 to the final with 2.46 to go in the third quarter. Oklahoma led this game 35-14 to after a five-yard Seth McGowan touchdown run. But Kansas State outscored the Sooners 24-0 from there. And Teddy Lehman, mm. Kansas State, with everything going against them today, just an incredible, I mean, I'm shocked right now. Yeah. What happened? Yes. I, I feel like I keep looking over at the scoreboard. It's like, is that, are we sure that that's the right score? I mean, and I, I think I said this to you during one of the breaks, this is the most Kansas State game I've ever seen. Just hang around, special teams, find something offensively, and they just, somehow you look up at the end of the game and it's like, aren't we beating these guys worse than that? And they've got, got an opportunity late. When I look back, three turnovers, or did we have four turnovers? Four with four, the last one, yeah. Four turnovers, a turnover on downs, and a blocked punt. Right. It's hard to beat anyone with that. You know, I mean, it, if, if you're going to look at your stat line and you've got four turnovers, a turnover on downs, and a blocked punt, it's it's gonna you're going to be hard-pressed to beat anyone. Even a K-State team who lost week one against Arkansas State and is down roster numbers. Gabe Eichert, same question. What happened? Well, I want to preface this by saying that I was part of an OU team that lost to a Texas Tech team on this field, and it was the only Big 12 game they won all season. So I feel the pain of these kids right now, but Teddy mentioned it. Even with depleted numbers, you can't make the mistakes 
that the Sooners made today and beat a well-coached, disciplined football team. And that's what Kansas State was today. They were the more disciplined football team. They were the more physical football team. And when it got tough in the fourth quarter, it, it looked like OU wilted a little bit and Kansas State didn't. And I'm, ju I'm just calling it how I see it. And I think it all starts up front. We talked about how important it was for OU to run the football in this game. And you look at 35 rushing attempts and only 130 yards on the ground. I mean, that's just not good enough. It's not good enough. And that led to Lincoln Riley kind of abandoning the run late in this football game. And the offensive line is supposed to be the strength of this football team. And I watch them closer than I watch all the other positions. I didn't like the body language. I didn't like the way they played. I didn't like the mistakes that they made. I, I think that's where it starts, guys. It starts up front. Now, it's always that way in my mind. The defense giving up big chunk plays. That's not even something we saw from them last year, really, right? It was more methodical drives, not these big chunk, gigantic gains that they gave up throughout the second half. I mean, just a ton of errors. And you can't have those type of errors against a really disciplined, well-coached football team. Man, a really disappointing loss when you thought that they were going to cruise to a victory. And maybe that's what the OU sideline thought, too. Kind of relaxed, and then all of a sudden they were in a dogfight, and they could never make up the momentum. Well, that's one of the things that I, I was talking about pregame is like this: the situation would typically have you to where you're really worried about this game with Kansas State because of they lost Week One. Uh, you looked good in Week One. There was a bye week in between. It's just one of those things where you're kind of lulled to sleep by a Kansas State team that is not flashy at all and lost to a non-Power 5 football team. But whenever we're not sure if this thing's going to be played because of the roster numbers, you kind of say, well, you know, it's always going to be really difficult for Kansas State anyways, but gosh, they come in here super thin. There's no way they can pull this off. And here we are. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. 38-35, Kansas State wins it today in Norman. We'll be back with more Post Game Show next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Did you know that right now GEICO is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com to learn more. Sooners be sure to catch, Shooter fans be sure to catch Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind every Thursday night, 7 p.m., hosted by Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. 38-35 Kansas State, a stunner today here on Owen Field. It is our last segment with uh, Mr. Eichard, uh, Chris Plank has gone to the locker room to start together post-game audio. We'll hear from Lincoln Riley coming up very soon. Um, Gabe, OU's got another tough one next week. I mean, they go on the road now. They're going to face uh, an Iowa State team that uh, has given them fits as well the last few years. What has to get fixed between now and then, and is it fixable in your mind? Yeah, I think 
it all starts up front, right? Offensive line, Oklahoma, got to be better. I'm sure there's a lot of things in the back end that, you know, Teddy noticed. But Iowa State's a better football team than Kansas State. They got better players. So they got a better defensive scheme. So it's a, it's a tough test. It's never easy playing in Ames. So you got to address a lot. But sometimes when you got to go on the road, you got to play a really good football team. You got to play, you know, an elite quarterback like Brock Purdy. It lets you kind of wash this one away a little quicker. Because I know, I mean, this one hurts. OU doesn't lose on this field much, right? So you got to refocus. I know you you get in tomorrow, you watch the film, you address everything, but you can't let this performance. Now, of course, you got to learn the mistakes because Iowa State, we're going to see them getting some empty. We're going to see them getting some unbalanced with all those tight ends they've got. So it's it, it's not going to be easy, but you got to make your corrections, and then you got to shift your focus if you're playing a better football team next week. Okay, Biker, nice job. Thank you very much. Uh, we will see you when the Landers Tahoe loads up on uh, Friday to head north. It's just a short little drive. Shouldn't be too long. Hope, hopefully my wife, my mic works better next week. <laughs> Jeez, come on. Hopefully your mic works better, and I'm sure we'll hit several Love's Travel stops along the way. Thank you, Toby. Keep it in the family. 38-35. Happy birthday, too, Gabe. Yeah. Big Did K-State not know that it was our birthday? Gosh, so rude. What a rotten birthday, man. Michael Dean said, uh, typical birthday in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. 38-35. Let's squeeze in another break. We got Lincoln Riley coming up soon. 38-35, uh, Kansas State wins it. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Toby Rowland and Teddy Lehman back with you in the Sooner Radio broadcast booth. An upset today, a big one. Kansas State, a 28-point underdog, comes into Norman shorthanded and wins it today, 38-35. Recapping the scoring, and we expect uh, to hear from Lincoln Riley coming up soon. The uh, Sooners scored first in this game in the first quarter. There was only seven points scored in the first quarter. An 11-yard touchdown pass from Spencer Rattler to Marvin Mims made it 7-0 OU. Then on the opening play of the second quarter, they added to that lead a 32-yard pass from Rattler to Drake Stoops. First career touchdown for Drake. Saw Bob in the hallway just a few seconds ago. 14-0 OU. The Wildcats got their scoring going in the second quarter. 39-yard pass from Thompson to Sebastian Taylor. It was the first points OU had given up all year. It was the first third down conversion they had allowed all year. It made it 14-7. Sooners, though, answered right back. Nine-yard pass from Rattler to Mims just before halftime. Made it 21-7. Oklahoma dominated the first half, but they only led by 14 they stretched that lead early third quarter on a 21-yard strike from Rattler to Jeremiah Hall, a fantastic grab in the end zone, 28-7. And you thought it was on cruise control from there, but Kansas State found something, Teddy, at that point. They started going to that empty set. Uh, they hit little guy on the bomb that got it down to the one-yard line, got a one-yard touchdown run by Thompson that made it 28-14. Sooners answered back, and with 2.46 to go in the third, a five-yard touchdown run by Seth McGowan made it 35-14 OU. 2.46 to go in the third quarter. Kansas State, though, immediately answered late in the third. 
Another long play set up a two-yard run by Thompson, 35-21. Then they forced the fumble, the big hit on Seth McGowan, recovered by Drew Wiley. On the ensuing possession in the early parts of the fourth quarter, Kansas State scored again. Four-yard run by Thompson made it a one-score game, 35-28. They forced a punt and blocked it, Kansas State did and immediately turned that into points on a 28-yard run by Deuce Vaughn. At that point, they had Oklahoma backpedaling big time. Kansas State forced another punt, got the ball back. A 50-yard field goal from Blake Lynch put him on top, 38-35. The Sooners actually had the ball twice after that. They had to punt it away the first possession. Then they got the stop they needed, but an interception by Jerron McPherson ended it. And Kansas State scores the final 24 points of the game to win it 38-35. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing to think about how in control we were and how quickly it deteriorated in all three phases. I mean, you can't just point to one side and say that it was, you know, this group's fault. Defensively, we deteriorated, started giving up the big passing plays, uh, you know, giving touchdowns. Kansas State got tons of confidence on that side of the ball. Offensively, turnovers, um, not being able to get the running game going. Kansas State gained confidence on that side of the ball. And special teams, you know you know it coming in. Kansas State, that's where they're going to try and capitalize. And you get a punt blocked late. All three phases of the game won by Kansas State handily down the stretch. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game with your OU team captains at each home game. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. And Sooner Football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money. 38-35 Kansas State. We'll talk to Lincoln Riley soon. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. A 32-yard line, first and 10. Rattler play action, flush to the right, looking downfield, still looking, now throws late toward the end zone. Drake Stoops caught it! It's a touchdown! The offspring is in the end zone! Listen to the crowd. That is your OG&E power play of the game today. OG&E, we energize life. First career touchdown for Drake Stoops. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Let's go downstairs now for our post-game interview with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by the Oklahoma Highway Safety Office. Chris? All right, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Ted, down here with Lincoln Riley. Coach, first and foremost, what, what was the message to the team after today? Yeah, it's a very disappointing locker room, as it should be. You know, it'll be playing at the level we were playing and, and uh, you, know, you know, give team momentum um, that, that we did. Uh, just... Inexcusable, you know, just very, very disappointed, um, you know, but you, you know, when you lose a turnover battle, basically five to nothing with not getting the, uh, you know, with not getting the quarterback sneak and to get a punt blocked and give up, you know, have several busted plays defensively and give up big plays. I mean, that, that's what's going to happen. It's going to make a game that probably, you know, had a chance to separate and, and, uh, um, and, and, you know, not even have a chance to put yourself in that position. So we're, we're disappointed. Uh, give Kansas State a lot of credit. Um, Got a lot of season left. 
Uh, you know, we, we've, we know how to respond from a loss around here. This team's got to go do it. We'll be ready to attack it next week. Did Kansas State do anything differently in the second half that you noticed? No, not much. I mean, they got momentum and, and obviously rode it. You know, they stayed aggressive, uh, made some big plays, obviously took advantage of our mistakes. Um, you know, caught, it, caught a couple busted coverages, um, made a couple, you know, great plays on the ball, knocked the ball out. I mean, they were, you know, the second half, or first half, I thought we were, you know, pretty dominant. I mean, really, I thought it was about as close as it possibly could have been at halftime. You know, and then the second half, they were the more physical team and played a lot smarter than we did. You know, this team has been phenomenal historically. You have been bouncing back from defeats. What, what's the key now going forward this week to maintain that edge and be able to bounce back? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's two things. I mean, the, you identify the areas where you have to get better, and then we all, coaches, players, everybody, you know, shares equal ownership in that, and we all go do it because we all have things we have to take big steps on. And then it just comes down to inside how much it means to you, how much it means to each person individually, how much it means to this team to bounce back. And uh, that's, that's, that'll be our challenge. Hey, final thought, what, what can Spencer – take from this uh, turnovers obviously but pretty accurate for a majority of this game yeah I mean you know he, he had a couple mistakes that he's going to want back you know that hurt us he made some he made some big plays um, you know throughout the day too so he'll continue to grow and get better thanks coach uh, right. thanks for coming by thanks Post-game interview with Lincoln Riley presented by the Oklahoma Highway Safety Office reminding you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal together we can end DUI Kansas State shocks OU today 38-35 on Owen Field more post-game next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by AT&T with head coach Lincoln Riley. Tuesdays from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman. Show starts at 7 p.m. Kansas State wins it today 38-35 on Owen Field. Let's go downstairs. Chris Plank is with assistant coach Jamar Kane. All right, Toby, Ted, I'm down here with Jamar Kane. Obviously, it's the first time we've got to chat with you. Yes, uh, hate that it's under these you. circumstances. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, take us through kind of the struggles today and where you felt like things went wrong for this, uh, this Sooner D. Um, we just got to finish, man. We just, you know, we kind of hit a, you know, kind of hit a low there in the third quarter, you know, gave us some explosive plays. You know, throughout the game, you looked at the first two touchdowns, it was two plays. You know, they never drove the field on us and actually, you know, beat the defense on anything. It was us beating us. It's us, us versus us. So, um yeah, you know, look at those the first the first touchdown. You know, that was a deep ball, two plays in into a series. The next one, another deep deep ball. You know, we just gave up some 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 bad plays. We got to get more pressure up front. You know, hit the quarterback, affect the quarterback more. But I just think we we kind of hit a stagnant point in that in that game. That's not excusable. Um, we got to be better. What's the key going forward to make sure that? You got a young group. I mean, yeah. your room is a young group outside of John Michael Terry. Yeah. But what, what's the key now to this group not allowing that wall to finish them and be able to climb over? Yeah, it? you know, I'll take ownership in that as a coach. I'm pretty sure Coach Grant and you guys talked to him. We'll take the ownership too. We just got to be better as coaches. We got to push those guys and practice way harder than what we've been pushing them. And we got to grind. Like, I mean, you come to, you come to Oklahoma because you don't get everybody's best game. It's that simple. Um, you can go to other schools and, you know, teams are going to play good or not play good. But you, you come to Oklahoma as a, you, as a coach against Oklahoma, coach here at Oklahoma, you're going to get everybody's best, best game. So we got to understand that. And that, you know, every time somebody beats us, it's their Super Bowl. Right. You know, seeing those guys cheer on that sideline there, that was their Super Bowl. You know, I'm pretty sure their little Twitter stuff will go, go crazy and everything. But, you know, we just got to – we just – we, we got to understand that we're going to get everybody's best game and nobody's going to quit. And we can't make people's years. You know, we just made their – you know, nothing against Kansas State. You know, Chris Kleiman, I worked for him at uh, North Dakota State, love him to death. But we just made their uh, season, and we got to be better than that. You know, and Teddy Lehman, who's on our broadcast, talks about that a lot. There is a team that you'll see on tape 
And then on game day, it's a completely different team than yeah. what you saw on tape. Yeah. And that, yeah. that presents some big-time challenges. Yeah, that's the expectation that, that these kids got to understand. When you sign on that dotted line, either as a player, as, as a coach, you know you go on a Saturday, you're going to get everybody's best, and we just got to be better. Hey, uh, I'm curious. You mentioned uh, we had talked to Chris Kleiman, and he was excited to, to have – you here in Norman to see this opportunity for you. But you knew coming in that this was a team that wasn't going to quit. You, yeah. You'd seen that in Coach Klein, yeah. hadn't you? Yeah. I told my, I told my, my guys from the, from the get that uh, this team isn't going to give up. And that's, what, that, that's, that's Coach Kleinman's motto. That's the way those guys coach there. And you're going to get a four-quarter four game at halftime. I said, guys, it's going to be a four-quarter game. Those guys are running off the field saying four quarters. And so, guys, be aware. They're going to stay in the game and try to keep it close until, until the end and then punch it in at, at, at the end. That's exactly what, what they did. And that's what Kansas State preaches. That's what Coach Climate tre- preaches. You know, and, and I know that we always find the positives, at least from, from my perspective. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. It was nice to see Nick Benito step up, make a big play, and when this team needed a third down stop to get the football back, they were able to get it. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of positives in there. We're going to go back up here and grade it, you know what I mean? And we're going we're to put this thing to, to, to rest tonight, um, and we're going to move on from it. But, you know, just see some of those young guys like, like Nick and Strip and, you know, IT get an opportunity. You know, some of those young inside guys, you know, Perion is still young within the program. See those guys up front play play well there's a lot of positives out there i'm not gonna sit there and say everything was negative i mean hold the team 69 yards rushing that's pretty darn good you know and uh we just gotta be better and uh we can't give up that many pass yards and that stuff falls on the d- defensive line we gotta get after the quarterback more coach uh, i wish we were able to meet for the first time under different circumstances but good luck next week getting ready and so, thanks for swinging by thank you appreciate it new sooner assistant coach jamar kane there's a lot to be disappointed in today teddy but you know one of the one of the things is you heard all about forcing turnovers coming into the year through two games now. They still have forced only one turnover on the season. Yeah, you had plenty of opportunities in, in week one against Missouri State. Kansas State, we knew coming in that you're not going to get very many opportunities. I mean, what would what, you say they had 10 total last year? Yeah. Kansas State did. They just they don't turn the ball over a whole lot. They're... They're going to be really conservative for the most part with the football. You know, whenever they finally they, – they don't really ever want to open it up big time, and they finally did, and they started making some plays, and it worked for them. But they just don't give you a whole lot of opportunities to do that, and it, it's always going to be difficult. But, you know, that's the other thing. You know, and you heard Coach Kane talking about it there. You see a different team – than anyone else does whenever you're Oklahoma. You get everyone's best shot. And what does every coach go in and tell that team on Monday before preparation week to play Oklahoma? Guys, we have zero chance of winning this football game if we turn it over. We absolutely cannot turn the football over against Oklahoma. We will never stay in the game. And there's an extra effort by teams to, to do that, to slow the game down, to uh, stay conservative, to to make sure you possess the ball, don't give it up, don't be reckless with it. If you can do that, you can have a chance. If you're reckless and try and match Oklahoma blow for blow up and down the field, they will absolutely eat your lunch. So that's kind of the formula. That's the MO against Oklahoma, and that's why it's so difficult for them to force turnovers. The last team to beat OU in a Big 12 opener, Kansas State. 2012. They do it again here today, 38-35. We got Creed Humphrey coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Thompson in the shotgun. Handoff Vaughn. Reverse is blown up. Nick Benito. 
A loss back to the 39, a loss of eight. Benito was waiting for him. Stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, and their famous creamy pepper sauce, all on Texas toast. It's like telling your taste buds how much you love them. Be sure to catch Sooner Football 2019-2020 with Lincoln Riley, presented by Integra's Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for air times on Sooner Sports TV. 38-35, K-State wins it today here in Norman, and we go back to the locker room. Chris Plank is with Creed Humphrey. Toby, we're down here in the locker room with Creed Humphrey. I, I know it's frustrating, um, but the good news is you're healthy. What's the key now for this team going forward to bounce back from this? Just, you know, take what we did in this game and don't do it again. I mean, we, we came out flat that second half, didn't play hard enough, and they just out, outplayed us. It's plain and simple. We cannot let that happen again. What, what has been the key during your time here that's allowed this team to not let one loss linger? In other words, Oklahoma doesn't lose back-to-back games. What's the key that you've seen to that, and what does this team need to do? Really just, you know, come in and tag with the mentality that we can't lose another game. You know, that's, that's our mentality going forward. We're not going to lose another game, and we're going to do whatever we can to, you know, make sure that happens. So, you know, just come, we got to come in with the right mindset, you know, starting really starting right now, doing what we can to get our bodies ready for this next week. But this whole week we have to have a completely different mentality, and we have to attack it. Like, you know, if we lose again, we're done. So we can't, we can't let that happen. For you personally – did you, did you sense kind of that need to step up and speak up and make sure guys stayed up whenever things started to go a little bit south in that third and fourth quarter? Yeah, of course I did. You know, uh, and that's really one thing I tried to talk about at halftime. Uh, you know, last year we came out flat in that third quarter and they really jumped ahead of us too, and that's why they beat us. We let the same thing happen this year. And, uh, you know, I tried to harp on that as much as I could at halftime, but it, it still happened. But, uh, you know, I, I talked to the guys on the sideline, tried to get us going, but uh, – at the end of the day, they just they played harder than us, and it's embarrassing to say, but you know we can't let that happen again. You had uh, some new guys on the O line tonight. How'd you feel like things started to just challenging? Whenever you have people that are in and out, and you don't get all that practice time, but is this group going to be okay? You think going forward to gel together? Yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do completely. You know that was a good learning experience for our younger guys, and uh, obviously shows that we can't take anything for granted to the older guys. You know, so. Uh, it's definitely going to be a good learning experience, and, you know, I think we're going to be fine going forward. Creed, good luck this week. Thanks for still swinging by. We'll see you in Ames. Thank you. This is the Bud Light postgame Thanks, show. Whenever there's a Sooners game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. Oklahoma State out to his 7-0 lead on West Virginia in the second quarter in Stillwater. Midway through the first, Arkansas leading number four, Georgia, 7-0 in Fayetteville. We'll look at the whole scoreboard coming up, plus the stats in this one. Chris Plank has more Post-game interviews coming up. Pat Fields is next. 38-35, the final K-State, a winner here today in Norman. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. From the nine, K-State showing blitz. Rattler's got it. Going to throw, does, slant pattern. Mims, touchdown! Rattler to Mims again. Pater. Looked pretty good then. But K-State scored the final 24 points in this game. And they win it today, 38-35. Let's take a look now at our postgame stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Max. Fresh ingredients built to order. OU had 28 first downs in the game, Kansas State 10. Sooners ran it for 130 yards, threw it for 387. Oklahoma ran 76 plays, 
517 total yards. Jump in anytime you want. Here. Well, I'll tell you what sticks out the most. Two games in, probably 70 or so rushing attempts, and we're still only running the ball at 3.5 yards a carry. That's not 3.7 today. That's not typical Oklahoma football. Kansas State, 66 rushing yards, 334 through the air. That's a weird Kansas State mm-hmm. stats right there. They had 51 plays for 400 yards. Skylar Thompson in the last two years, seven rushing touchdowns against Oklahoma. There were 23 combined penalties in this game, 10 on OU, 13 on Kansas State. He got really choppy a couple of times there, didn't it? Some holding calls. We were exchanging penalties back and forth. Third downs, OU 7 of 12, Kansas State 2 of 11. I mean, I'm going through these stats and trying well, to figure out how they won the game. It's all about the turnovers. It's the turnovers, and defensively, it's like seriously four plays. Yeah. Two of them, those those really long, uh, empty plays. One on that third and long, they hit the the touchdown in the, the man-to-man coverage on Trey Brown when he should have had better help from Fields over the top. I mean, you can really isolate. They only had, what, three of their drives – were three plays, three of their touchdown drives were three plays or less. So, I mean, that's it's just a handful of plays defensively. Individual numbers, Spencer Rattler, 30 for 41 passing, 387 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions, sacked three times. How do you evaluate Spencer today? I, I thought Spencer was really good at times, and then as the rush started getting to him, it it kind of, it didn't really fall apart on him. It just became more difficult, and that's life as a t- typical quarterback. You know, I mean, that's what most quarterbacks in the country are doing is running from that rush nonstop at Oklahoma. That just hasn't been the case in recent years. I'll tell you what's fascinating there. I mean, in in maybe it happened way more recently than than I imagined, but we don't. And I know a lot of people think opposite, but when's the last time we had a quarterback throw 41 times in a game? That's a lot for Oklahoma. It's usually a way lower number than you expect because we run the ball so much and so successfully. Some game they were behind. Mm -hmm. It was probably like when they lost to Iowa State here, a similar situation. Individual numbers continuing. Rushing, Seth McGowan, 13 carries, 73 yards and a touchdown. T.J. Pledger, 13 carries for 41 yards. Receiving, Austin Stogner, a big day, five catches, 83 yards. Marvin Mims, five for 31 yards, two touchdowns. Didn't see much, though, in yeah. the second half. Well, he was fantastic early on, and you thought he was going to have one of those all, all-time type of games. And he took the big shot, or was it on a tackle, and he got thrown down awkwardly, and we thought maybe he hurt that shoulder. And it just – he never really came back in and wasn't really a factor down the stretch. Charleston Rambo, five catches, 30 yards. Theo Weiss, four for 43. Drake Stoops, three catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown. T.J. Pledger, three for 30. Jeremiah Hall, two for 29 and a score. Braden Willis, two catches, 23 yards. And Theo Howard had one 25-yard grab. K-State individually, Skylar Thompson, 20, or 18 for 25 for 334 yards. One touchdown, no picks. He was sacked once. Deuce Vaughn is going to be a problem for a while, folks. Five foot five running back for K State, eight carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown today. 
That's not big, but he was also their leading receiver. Four catches, 129 yards. Tight end Briley Moore, four catches, 31 yards. So their running back and their tight end combined for 160 yards receiving. Yeah. It wasn't the wideouts that got him. Just a couple of plays there. And remember, they had that touchdown call back uh, on that, yeah. that unbalanced formation where they had one of the wide receivers. He's going to get a tongue lashing for covering up that tight end in that unbalanced formation or else they had a touchdown there. Blake Lynch made his only field goal try. It was the game winner. It was a 50-yarder. Delarian Turner yelled the Sooners' leading tackler today was seven. Uh, Sooners only had one sack. It was Deshaun White. Kansas State's Jerron McPherson had a day. Mm -hmm. 11 tackles, a forced fumble, and the game-clinching interception. Some for big them. hits out there. He, he did. He played really well. He was all over the place. Stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Fresh ingredients built to order. We'll take a break. We'll hear from Pat Fields coming up. Teddy, I need your mid-first bank player of the game coming up as well. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Ask an agent about how Shelter's auto policy includes roadside assistance. Learn more at Shelter.com. And by Taco Mayo, fresh ingredients built to order. Bank of Oklahoma, long live your money. Also brought to you in part by Pizza Hut and by Raising Canes. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. 38-35, Kansas State shocks Oklahoma today here on Owen Field. Let's go back to the locker room. Chris Plank with Pat Fields. Toby Dunn, uh, Pat Fields. I, I know it's it's frustrating, but can you kind of take us through now um, the mindset of this team going forward and, and what you want to see changed? Um, you know, going forward, we uh, of course we got to leave everything that happened today in the past, but I think the biggest thing we got to learn from is, is, you know, we can't get complacent with, never, with anything, and we got to continuously be on attack mode because, you know, the first half we were dominating, dom dominating offensively and defensively, and then, you know, the second half – it's a completely different. It looks like a completely different football team. So I mean, we gotta we gotta focus on finishing games, staying on attack mode, and, and you know, not getting complacent. What um, what changed? Did, did did you notice anything that changed? Did Kansas State do something differently, Pat? What'd you see differently? Um, you know, we just defensively. I know, you know, we didn't make the simple plays. They had a couple of explosive plays, but I mean, a lot of them were, were self-inflicted, you know. We give up a catch, you know, you gotta make a tackle on the catch, you know. It may be a 10, 15-yard gain, but we're not immune to that as a part of football. You know, we bust the coverage, something that, you know, we never very, very rarely do. And, you know, next thing you know, we give up an explosive play. So, you know, we can't get tired of making the simple plays and expecting, you know, like, oh, the play is going to just come to me. I'm going to make the play, you know. But you got to attack with the mindset of, of I got to go make this play. I got to go attack the play instead of letting the play come to you. You're a captain, so obviously that's why you're here. Um, with uh, with uh, obviously great honor comes great responsibility. So for you personally, you set the example. And I'm not just saying this because you're here, but that hustle play, man, when, whenever it was done, you could have pulled up, you hustled. I know it's, it's still in a defeat, but that kind of speaks to what this defense is all about, right? You're never going to give up. Yeah, and then at the end of the day, we, we got to continuously strain to the ball. And, um, you know, play, plays like that, you know, that that's what our defense is built on. You know, we may we may give up 
you know, play. We may give up a catch or whatever it is, but we got to continuously run to the ball and never give up, you know, throughout the whole process. Saw you a couple times bring the defense together. And one time something stood out. Perrion Winfrey really stepped up. You like to see those new guys take a little bit of responsibility in this and ownership? Definitely. Um, and then especially, you know, guys guys in the defensive front because everything, you know, starts starts with the D-line and O-line, you know, for both offense and defense. So, you know, whenever you got a leader or guys who step up on the, on the defensive line, you know, that's, that's a team that's built for success because everything starts with them. Everything starts up front. Let you go on this. You've, you've been through adversity here. What do you see now as the key going forward to make sure that this team's able to be resilient and bounce back next week in Ames? Um, I think that the biggest thing is, you know, we got to be on attack mode because, of course, we've won, you know, the Big 12 championship the past five years, but that doesn't mean anything. All that's in the past. Nobody's going to, you know, lay down to us. Nobody's going to bow down to us. We got to go take the Big 12 championship. We got to go take the national championship. So I think it's a matter of just being on attack mode throughout the rest of the season and all the games. You know, we can't, if we get up and have a lead, we can't just expect guys to roll over and stop playing because, you know, the same thing happened last year in multiple games, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State, Texas, you know, happened multiple times. And that's a problem that we really should have fixed last year. But, you know, nonetheless, we haven't fixed it yet. But, you know, moving forward, we got to kill that problem because that can be, you know, a cancer to our team if we if – we, get up to leads, and then we stop playing and let guy keep on giving guys opportunities. Pat, I know this is tough, man, but uh, we appreciate you still coming by. Good luck next week in Ames. Appreciate it. Pat Fields, very mature young man. Uh, due to COVID restrictions and social distancing, uh, Stats Kelly's not able to be with us in the booth this year, at least not for every game. Maybe some we will, but in my mind, he's like at the helm of the Starship Enterprise <laughs> Back at his place, just and command his, center, command stats, command center, and he's in communication with us throughout the game. As soon as you asked, when's the last time a Sooner quarterback threw over forty passes? He went to work. It was Jalen Hurts last year in the comeback at Baylor. He threw forty-two. Uh, Kyler never threw forty passes in a game. Baker did it twice: forty-one against Clemson in twenty fifteen in a semifinal. And 41 against K State mm-hmm. in uh, 2016. It's rare. I we we run the ball so much and so effectively. We're almost almost always 50-50 or um, you know in competitive games, but 65-35 in games where we've got a lead or even more so run. So at the end of the year, we're always you know. Right at fifty-fifty or better, running the football. So you just—it's—it's it's rare to see a quarterback have to throw that much for Oklahoma. So, uh, just pretty interesting. Next week's opponent, Iowa State, leading TCU, thirty-seven twenty-eight. About two and a half to go in Fort Worth. They just got a touchdown that put them up nine. So it looks like the Cyclones are going to win. Teddy, I need a mid-first bank player of the game today. I can give you a couple of options if you would like. I know it's difficult in a loss, but I thought Stogner was fantastic. Yeah, agree. Uh, five catches, 83, 85-ish yards uh, for Stogner. He was big on some of their uh, down and distances where they, they had to have a, a conversion. I thought he was great. And then defensively and special teams-wise, I thought uh, Turner Yale had a really nice game. Led the team in tackles. Had some big hits, uh, really nice open field plays. Thought Turner Yell was pretty good, too. MidFirst Bank is a premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit cards. Visit midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. MidFirst Bank, true to your money.
DeMarco Murray standing by. We'll hear from him next. K-State wins it today here in Norman, 38-35. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. to go in the third, 21-7-0 UK State ball after the turnover on downs, back to pass, Skyler Thompson, they got it, it's a sack, Deshaun White dropped it, back at the 36. Kansas State though scored the final 24 points today, and the Wildcats for the second straight year have defeated Oklahoma, it's the first time they've beaten OU in back-to-back years since the mid-90s. 93 through 97, K-State racked up five straight wins over Oklahoma. They've got a two-game winning streak. Now, let's go back downstairs. DeMarco Murray is with Chris Plain. All right, thanks a lot, Toby. Thanks a lot, Teddy. We're down here uh, with DeMarco Murray. I-, I know it's a frustrating day, but these things happen in college football. For your room, uh, ran the ball pretty well tonight, but obviously I know you want to see more for them. Take me through how your running backs perform tonight. Oh, yeah. Obviously, as as a runner, you know, the first thing you kind of look at is the fumble, you know, from Seth. Young guy, um, you know, had the ball loose. Really good play by the free safety. They hit it right on the the helmet, hit right on the ball. But, you know, we got to do a better job with ball security, having it high and tight. Um, Ran it solid, you know, um, you know, could have done some more with some bigger, bigger opportunities, bigger plays that that we had. And, you know, a couple couple of times where we let one defender tackle us about three times. So we got to do better at, at that as a whole um, just from us. And, um, you know, we got to just keep improving. You know, it's a, it's a it's a you know, TJ and Seth, they ran hard. They protected well, um, but we got to we got to make those big ones pop when the opportunity presents itself. It was fun to see TJ. We didn't get a chance to see him last week. I know everything's kind of. Uh, on a different shade of, of, of frustration because of the loss. But to see T.J. Pledger get that opportunity to be out there and be the guy, how did you feel he played today? Uh, T.J. played well, you know, for his first game. Um, dealt with some cramping issues, you know, as, as expected for the first one, a hot one. Seemed like a lot um, of people did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, he, he's, he's, a, he, he's a guy that works extremely hard on his craft. You know, he's a guy that, you know, as a coach, you, you really enjoy him because the things you say in the classroom, he takes it immediately to the field. That lets you know what kind of player he is. You know, mentally very smart. Um, player, um, you know, so we're happy to have him back. He's he's obviously one of our leaders on this team, and definitely in our in our group. And, and what does it say about the confidence you have in Seth McGowan? Because sometimes a, guy, a young kid might put the ball on the ground. And you're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna set you down for the rest of the game. But you put him right back out there and gave him the football as a matter yeah, of fact. Yeah, for me, that, that's how I've always done it. You know, as a competitor and as a guy like him where, you know, he can strike at any minute, you know, whenever he touches the ball. I don't want him to get frustrated. One, you want to make sure he has a clear head after the fumble happened, which, which he did, you know, as, as a running back. You're going to be frustrated a little bit. But I've always, you know, been the guy that I've had – I've had some fumbles in my career, but you know, you, you, as crazy as it sounds, you kind of got to laugh it off and, and, and totally reset your mind. And, and for me, that's kind of what I want to do for him. I go, hey, you got to, you know, you know, get going, and hey, you got to, got to make another one pop. You know, good play, bad play. I always tell my guys, move on to the next play as fast as you can. You know, it's it's interesting. You you say you've been here, you've been through these. You know that losses happen. Uh, it's a frustrating part of the game. But you can't let one game beat you twice. So what do you need to see from this team going forward now to make sure that they learn their lessons they need to learn from Kansas State here today? Yeah, my career here, I've been here for four years, and I think every year, you know, I have one, at least one loss, and we went up to, you know, play big BCS games, big 12 championships. So it happens, you know, in this league, it's a competitive league, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, um, you have to make sure that you bring your A game at all times. And today they were the better team, you know, but I, I think I, I know our guys pretty well, and they're going to come back hungry tomorrow. And um, you just got to tell those guys, and I, I think they uh, they understand it. You know, Link kind of hit it on the head. 
you know, after, um, you know, we, we, we spoke. And, you know, some of these guys have been th- through those one losses. And, and, you know, once again, last year, BCS game in the college playoffs. So, you know, who's going to be mentally tough enough to, you know, withstand the storm? Hey, and, and then just a, a final thought, as you mentioned, that mental toughness. How important then is the leadership in the locker room? You guys as coaches are all great leaders, but you need to see it from your guys too in that locker room, right? Yeah, coach is coach. You know, that, that's, you know we're going to give them a great game plan, but ultimately it's up to the players. You know, we're not out there. They are, they are there. And, and as a player, as a former player, you know, I understand that, you know, wholeheartedly, and, and I know our guys do. We've got a lot of great, you know, seniors here, a lot of great veteran players who played a lot of Creed and, um, you know, um, you know, trouble and those guys on that end. So we, we got a lot of, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of vets who understand, hey, this is a long season. You know, one blimp on radar, hey, we got to continue to move forward and press forward, but we got to take it one week at a time. We can't, you know, look past any defender, not not that we did, but we got to really concentrate even harder now that we know we already had that one loss. Pumped your back. Wish we were talking under different circumstances, but good luck in your prep for uh, Ames, and we'll talk to you again soon, Coach. Definitely. Thank you. That's DeMarco Murray. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Whenever there's a Sooner game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. We'll take a look at scores from around the Big 12 and around the country next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. Allstate, protecting you has no off-season. You're in good hands with Allstate. And by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Rattler across the middle, wide open, Stodner on the run, 30, 35, jumps a guy out to the 40-yard line. Austin Stodner, elevation. Three wides, pledger the back, man in motion left to right, play action. Rattler directing traffic, lob, end zone, the Bullfrogs got it! Touchdown, and his helmet came off. Jeremiah Hall in the end zone. That's your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. When OU wins, you win free pizza. Visit Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. You'll all be paying for your pizza tonight. Kansas State wins at 38-35. Teddy, let's take a look at the Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the Big 12 and around the country. We'll start in the Big 12. Texas leading Texas Tech 24-14. They just had a touchdown taken off the board about midway through the second quarter, and that went out in Lubbock. Uh, five minutes to go till halftime. Oklahoma State up big, 17-0 on West Virginia. Yeah, they've had a couple of nice plays there. Had a couple uh, of long ones. They had a long rushing touchdown, and then they had a defensive score on a touchdown, a sack fumble scoop and score there defensively. So uh, looking pretty good without Sanders as of right now. Iowa State has won in Fort Worth. It's over 37-34 the final in that one, so the Sooners will be facing the Cyclones next week coming off a victory. Meanwhile, around the top 25, how about this? Halfway through the second quarter, Mississippi State 10, LSU 7. Ooh, Mike Leach in his SEC opener. How about that? How about that? Number 14, Cincinnati leads number 22, Army 10-7, to nearing halftime. Uh, here's another one. Uh, early second quarter, Arkansas 7 Number four, Georgia, nothing. Yeah, it's curious. You know, Georgia, JT Daniels not able to play yet, has not been cleared. They lost Jamie Newman. 
So they're down quarterback-wise. See how Georgia can uh, try and put some points on the board. High-scoring game in Oxford today. Number five, Florida wins at 51-35 over Ole Miss. Number eight, Auburn beats Kentucky 29-13. Josh Heupel's UCF Knights win it 51-28 at East Carolina today. Number 19, Louisiana, a two-point win over Georgia Southern 20-18. And Pitt beats Louisville in a top 25 ACC showdown. 23 to 20. Some other uh, interesting games tonight around the top 25. Is there one that you're looking forward to particularly, Big 12 or otherwise? Uh, I mean, just trying to think of the games that are coming up tonight. Yeah, uh, Miami and Florida State. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, I guess Tennessee and in South Carolina. I'm, I'm interested to see what Tennessee looks like because I know we were supposed to play them this year. I was really looking forward to that game. And then uh, our first shot at Bama. Bama, Missouri's later tonight, too. So there's some good football all day long. I want to see what uh, Baylor looks like with yeah. Dave Aranda, too, tonight. That's your Jana King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Jana King is the king of clean. We'll take our final postgame timeout. I got some stats from uh, Stats Kelly to clean up for you when we come back. We'll put a bow on this one. K-State pulls off the shocker today here in Norman. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Rattler surveying the landscape, back to pass. They do blitz. He steps up, flushed right, looking downfield. He's got Stoops wide open at the 25. Veers midfield to the 20, sets up the block to the 10, and he's going to be surrounded and trapped at the 6. As the crowd chants, Stoops. I mean, he was wide open. Stogner tied in right. The back is McGowan. Snap, Rattler, handoff, McGowan over the left side, cuts it up, churning, into the end zone, there's a back attack, touchdown. That score put OU up with 2.46 to go third quarter, 35-14. The Seth McGowan five-yard touchdown run. Kansas State would score the last 24 points of this game and a shocker today, 38-35, the final here on Owen Field. A few stats to clean up. Stats Kelly uh, providing. Sooners only had 23 yards rushing in the second half total. With a big lead. Hard to, hard to imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, the home winning streak is snapped today. It's 17 straight. They hadn't lost a game since Iowa State came in here and did something similar to this today. Uh, today ended the streak of 53 straight games. OU has won when leading going into the fourth quarter. Lincoln Riley coached teams now 19-2 and two at home. Kansas State gets their first ever road win over a top three team in school history today. Um, the, how about this? The road team has won seven of the last ten in this series. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Well, Kansas State's won here three times, yeah. and OU's only lost up there last year. So, And the Sooners now fall to 11-3 and three in their uh, Rough Rider uniforms. All right, uh, final thought, Teddy, before we get out of here? Well, uh, you know, this is whenever I, I wish Coach Merv Johnson was here because he has the, the, my favorite saying of all time, let's all not slit our wrists just yet. And... <laughs> Meaning we have a tendency to massively overreact yeah, sure. to to losses. Um, and wins. And wins. Coming out of this thing, I'm sure there's going to be 
thoughts of the fan base that we're not any good, that if we're losing to Kansas State, what's Texas going to do to us or or anyone else, you know, later on down the road. But this team has a, a really good ability to bounce back. We've seen that for years. Uh, Oklahoma doesn't lose a lot of football games, especially not this early. But, you know, I, I still feel like we've got a good quarterback. He's young, but I think he's played well. Um, we've got a lot of things we got to improve on offensively. Offensive line's got to come around. Hopefully, you know, Greed is healthy and they're ready to go because that group's got to pick it up. We've got to get our rushing game back. If if we're not going to be elite running the football like we have been the last five years, we could have some trouble. So uh, that's the key thing there on the offensive side. Defensively, you whittle this thing down to five plays for them defensively. Outside of that, they played fantastic. What was – Kansas State, 2 of 11 on third down, right? Um, so I, I think they're close defensively from being really good. Uh, gave up a couple of plays in the passing game. Ended up costing them. And a, a, a deep frustration from me, as you know, I talk about it all the time. Special teams in competitive football games where it's close, Oklahoma has not been on the upper hand special teams-wise in a long time. If you go back and look at their losses, it it's a special teams gaffe or or block or big return, something that always ends up costing them a close game. Today it was a blocked punt. Uh, you can go back last year against Kansas State. It was a, a pooch kick for them that we uh, that we didn't jump on and they recovered it. You go back and look at the losses. For Oklahoma, there's always a special teams factor in there, and we're on the losing end of it. So we've got to we've got to get to where special teams is a uh, a part of the formula for us to win games. A lot of times it doesn't matter, right? Because we win big, we win by three touchdowns or more. But whenever you play someone close, and it and it's a wash offensively and defensively, it's the third phase. That's going to win the game for people, and it gets lost a lot. It's not sexy to talk about, but special teams matters, and we've got to turn that into a positive for this team. It's 2020, man. <laughs> this is going to be a weird year. It is already a weird year, and some conferences out there had not even started yet, and it's going to be weird that happens to OU, and there's going to be weird that happens for OU. So I would just say buckle up. <laughs> Right. Because who knows where this ride is going to take us in the end. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. We're playing next week in Ames, Iowa. We know that. We do not yet know the game time. It will either be 11 a.m. or 6.30 p.m. If it's at 11 a.m., it'll be on Fox. If it's at 6.30, it'll be the ESPN family of networks. If it's at 11 a.m., our start time for pregame coverage will be nine bells for you next week up at Jack Tri Stadium. 4.30 pregame show if the kickoff's at 6.30. We should know that kickoff by tomorrow, if not by later tonight. This look at upcoming OU athletic events has been brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU athletics. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. I want to thank our crew today, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, Spider, Greg Tripp, Blackwood, Dennis Stats, Kelly, Michael Dean, and Drake Dykin, our engineers and producers, and Daniel Anderson running the show for us back in our Sooner Network studio. 
We started our broadcast today by dedicating this broadcast to the loss of our boss and our good friend Randy LaFoon at KREF in Norman. And on a day like this when it's not much fun right now if you're a Sooner fan, it is worth keeping in mind that there are bigger things in life sometimes than just a ball game. Randy, we miss you already and we'll miss you dearly going forward. Final score today, Kansas State 38, Oklahoma 35. Until next week, this is Toby Rowland saying, Boomer Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland Grocery, locally owned by our employees. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by OU Medicine, number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.